0: Listen to that music. I'm
1: jamming out. <laughs> hey everyone, I'm Eric. This is my wife, Julie, and we are The Blended Life. And tonight, we have we actually have quite a few topics.
0: Yeah. We're going to talk about co-parenting finances. Okay. Um, more social media stuff, because why not?
1: <laughs> why not?
0: Overcoming anxiety and fears.
1: Okay.
0: And missing out. The feelings are real. Yeah. It's a hard one. Um, Gratitude. We're going to get to gratitude tonight. Yes. And then um, his and hers, but what about ours?
1: (laughs) What about ours?
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) Okay. So tonight's uh, podcast should be pretty interesting then.
0: It's all over the place. Yes.
1: Yeah. And before we start, I want to apologize to last week's subscribers. We had a couple of you message us and let us know that our Neat little surprise didn't work. (laughs) So I'm just hoping and praying that what I did today maybe fixed it. And if not, uh, you know how that goes. Yeah. So
0: if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. Help us out. See if it works.
1: Smash that thumbs up button if you're watching us on YouTube.
0: Go to YouTube if you're on Instagram. Go find Blended Life. Yeah. Our YouTube channel. Subscribe. Yeah. And see. And I want to see what he's. He won't even tell me what he did (sighs) for the little. Thing that's supposed to happen it's like so such a failure I would like to see it myself so if you haven't subscribed to the channel go do it all right all right co-parenting finances
1: <laughs> where's my <laughs> cricket button do I still have it uh, oh I don't I have a uh, blended lifestyle. still, still...
0: <laughs> so here's the deal about co-parenting finances I totally have a bias opinion that I want to throw out there, and you guys can hate on it, you guys can love it, you guys could throw it in the trash, but here's the deal. Regardless of what your custody order says, if you're financially able to show up for your children, do it. You know, even if it isn't 100%, even if it's only 50% or 20%, I feel like I'm kind of on a soapbox in this regard because I feel like it's not enough to show up for your children. You don't get to just pick and choose where you want to be in your children's lives. And I think that everyone's so hell bent on custody orders and that's great. But if you're a parent, I don't even care if you're a male or a female, you know, gender has even no role in this, but I don't know as a parent how anyone is okay not financially providing or showing up for their kids when they're able to, regardless of a custody agreement. And it's something that makes me lose respect for people who are just happy to let the other parent pay because that's what they said. It's one thing if you can't, right? I'm not saying if you're destitute and you are living, you know, penny to penny And you aren't able to afford it. I'm not talking to those individuals. Right. But I am talking to individuals who are able and just are happy to let somebody else foot the bill. I just think that's wrong. What do you think?
1: No, I agree. Um, They're your kids. You made them. They are your responsibility one way or another. And just like you said, just because a court order says do or don't, you know, just because the court order says they're yours 50% of the time and only on these certain days doesn't mean that if an activity falls on that day, like, well, not my day, I shouldn't go. It's the same sort of thing, you know, show up for your kids, be there for your kids in all aspects of the definition.
0: Yeah, and I think I think finance is a hard thing. And I think that finances is one way we stick it to the other parent, especially in, like, divorce situations where we all hate each other and we're all pissed off and everyone's wronged everyone. And, you know, I'm not going to not show up for my kid, but I'm going to really stick it to my ex financially. And I'm just thinking, like, that, I mean, I won't cuss because I know how touchy you are about (laughs) The F word and the S word and
1: Only on He gets a fa- very only on a family podcast podcast. Now a if podcast. I podcast. A podcast. Now if I were to stop this podcast, <laughs> oh, I would swear like a celia.
0: This is just as offensive, this this fucking wow, thing you got going we go. on.
1: There it is. So sorry, people.
0: But anyway, I just She's feel Dirty Pirate. Yeah. <laughs> go look up Dirty Pirate in Urban Dictionary.
1: Gosh, go look up. Mookie. Or the Dirty oh.
0: Seagull. Or there's angry, Sharking. It's the Angry Seagull. The Angry Seagull. seagull. There's Sharking.
1: derogatory terms right.
0: Yeah, but have you heard of Sharking?
1: Have you heard of? <laughs> go um, look yes, up yes, Sharking, you yes, guys, yes. and let
0: me know. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> I just think it's, you know, I, I mean, I guess kids don't really have much involvement in finances unless you just share your checkbook with them and I know that you're able to get away with sticking it to your ex financially because a lot of times that's not really discussed with kids and kids don't really know what's going on with money but I just don't know how a parent male or female can lay their head on their pillow at night and be like I've washed my hands of my kids (laughs) financially I'm I'm gonna let
1: the other parent take care of them yeah or a lot of times it's not even just the other parent it's the other parents you know it's biological and step-parent you know yeah it, it's, it's watching it's, it's watching
0: a biological parent or it's watching the other family buy a house buy a trailer buy cars a trailer park you know but can't afford basketball or whatever it may be. Can't afford dance. Right. And it really comes down to, you know, you have control financially too. Because any one of us could say, oh, I don't want my kid to participate in this activity and just be like, I can't afford it.
1: Yeah, because we'd have a lot of excuses because we do, like, we do have a lot of extracurricular fun and activities and toys and...
0: Vibrators. And,
1: wow. Wow. I'm talking more. Um, <laughs> you
0: say toys. That's what I think of.
1: Okay. Is well, that not
0: what adult toys are? What toys do you have?
1: Cars. Yeah. About right. to get another adult toy tomorrow. And, you know, I mean, it's like. Yeah, it's, but you, you prioritize always, your money, but, right? But you always leave room for the kids. You always leave room for eating, for insurance, for that rainy day when someone breaks their arm. You always have a plan B you know, you can't just live life having fun.
0: Yeah, and why do you want to live life at the mercy of somebody else's pocketbook? I never understood that either. Like, I'm happy to let you pay for everything. Well, that where's gives... the glory in that? Well, it's just.
1: It's not like yeah, yeah.
0: It's just it's it's bypassing your responsibility. Yeah, you know, and it's
1: so where that word, and, and I don't love the word because it gets thrown around. Oh, or it used what to what is it? Deadbeat but people are so manipulative with that word now that they they don't go to the stereotypical anymore you know they've got their work around so social media can show um that you're not a deadbeat because you're always posting pictures of your lovely little family and the lovely things that you're doing and the perfect little quotes that you have and on the outside looking in you look great but what you're doing to your children and to your ex and to those around you who love you or have loved you, you know, you are just becoming a deadbeat. And it's one of those things that sets in and slowly becomes a disease that takes over.
0: Yeah, and you know, because kids get older, you know, they do see who's ponying up. You know, they do. And I have And that's not what it's
1: all about, and I know you're I know you know that's not what it's all about. That's just a small portion of it. But it all adds up to something. Yeah, I just see think all it's of it. so who sh-
0: disgraceful.
1: Who shows up Right when people show up, you know? Yeah. And And I'm not talking just mom and dad or um, biological brother or sister. You know, it's about turning this into an entire blended family that we are, I mean, bottom line family. You know, it's being there, whether it's financially, whether it's emotionally whether it's, you know, just for support, you know, we are a family. So, you know, to bypass that as, oh, that's not my kid or, you know, that's not my problem or the other family's going to take care of that. You know, that's, it's not an excuse.
0: Yeah. And one thing, you know, we're not perfect and we, we fail a lot. But one thing I will say is, I can't is, tell her that, <laughs> but I think that I really appreciate about both of us is that we step up for our kids in every way possible.
1: I couldn't live with myself if I didn't.
0: Right. But it blows my mind that people are, well, it blows my mind that they tout themselves one way and everyone thinks they're the hero of the world. Hero
1: of the day. I wish I had that. (laughs)
0: I don't even know what that is.
1: It's a, it's a really funny. I'm backing up. Remember that I'm backing up song. You
0: tell me not to hit the table. I
1: dropped the iPad. I'm, I'm sorry because someone said they love when you say the F word. Fuck. Stop. You're Here welcome. I go again.
0: It just feels good. God knows my heart. Uh-huh. It might be going to hell. I don't know. So <laughs> I've you guys. I've been so struggling these last two weeks. I haven't had a very good outlook on life.
1: She so, has been struggling, therefore I have been struggling, and therefore we have been struggling.
0: Yeah, but we're doing our own things. Like, you're not down. Because
1: you've been struggling. It affects us all. <laughs>
0: He's all, when, peace out, I'm When leaving. you struggle,
1: your spouse struggles. And they leave. <laughs> and they leave. <laughs> and they go downstairs, and they work in their office and do something productive, like yeah. getting that subscribe button to work. Which that we I have,
0: still haven't seen. I don't
1: know. Well, you won't see it behind us. You'll actually see it on... The screen that is the screen, which is, is behind also us. no, 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 the screen that people are actually watching on, which is also weird too because Dude. people talking right now, there should be chat going too. So I don't know, I'm gonna have to get a hold of support because we also are kind of using <laughs> I a need gaming, support, we're using it, which is weird. <laughs> I've never like called a support line for anything. <laughs> Hello, this is Peggy. Um,
0: isn't it funny that support reminds Yes, like,
1: everything reminds you of something. No, <laughs>
0: yes. like support and abort, they uh-huh. rhyme. I would just like to point that out. Yeah, continue. Anyways,
1: so we should have texting on the screen right now, and I don't know why it's not working. But part of my issue might be like we're using gaming. You have a lot software. of issues. I have so many issues. I have more. problems, but.
0: <laughs> and a bitch is one. My wife. <laughs> it's not, it's not anyway, problems. so I think just. If you guys are out there and you have a custody s- papers, an agreement that say the other parent is responsible for everything and you're able to pitch in I don't care if it's a dollar, if you're able Dang, to
1: wouldn't you be offended. That's like tipping No. That's like going to a restaurant leaving someone a dollar. No, tip. like
0: I'm serious. Like but if a like lot truly of like... people live paycheck to paycheck. A lot of people Cannot afford what the other household can or vice versa and it's but I mean I think that making a contribution is super Important and it makes you I think you feel better about yourself You know, and I think that makes you a happier person It's like if you're running a household or in you're in a household and you're not contributing to the household. Yeah you know you get I had a I had I have a friend who has a husband And he was so self-loathing and so, he had a really hard time. He was really insecure. And a lot of it was because he was so, he was isolating himself from the household. And he wasn't contributing to like cleaning up and cooking and grocery shopping and just being You know, even doing laundry, just being in it with my, my friend, Mm -hmm. you know, it's hard when you got two working people, you don't have a stay at home person and one person still expected to carry the load.
1: Yeah. The whole house load.
0: And so it's been interesting to hear how he's really started just pitching in and he's a happier person because he feels like he's contributing.
1: Yeah, you have self it grows self-worth. Right. You yeah, have, you feel like sure. you have
0: value in your uh, home. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep. You know you're you're contributing to something. And I think that that's a lot of a problem and I think a lot of moms are exhausted because they work and then they're expected to do it all and when you don't have a teammate um I think that drives a wedge and I know I've seen this with my friends and In different family situations. But I think the same thing applies to finances. You know, even if you start contributing and you start showing up however you can, I think you begin to grow some self-worth and I think you're less angry at the other person. I think you're less angry at your spouse because you feel like you don't feel resentful. You don't feel like they're all in control and they have all the financial control. But
1: also on the flip side of that, you know, if you are the one providing or you feel like you are providing, you know, whether it's, you know, doing all the housework, like you said, or um, doing all the financial providing, you know, if that's making you angry or um, mad at your spouse, um, stop for a second and look and see, you know, are they truly not contributing at all or are they contributing in different ways different manners are they somehow um what this is reminding me of as you're saying this it reminds me of church and tithing and a lot of people think that tithing is only um financial based it's only money but now the church calls upon us to tithe in any way we can you know whether it's it's skills, donating your time. So just, you know, looking at it from that point of view, you know, maybe someone is, you know, maybe your wife doesn't work at all, but she does all the laundry. She bathes all the kids. She, you know, she keeps the house tidy, whatever it may be, or vice versa. You know, Um, your husband doesn't work at all, but, you know, he cleans everything up and he fixes everything and, uh, dinner is always ready on the table when you get home or you know it's these little things that all add up and you have to remember that even though you are a team and it always feels like 50 50 you know we've talked about this before it's really 100 100 now to make everything 100 percent across the board for everyone now if that falls or drops which it's probably going to not everyone can run at 100 percent capacity all the time except for you I do. Just because you're perfect.
0: I'm not perfect. No, I'm just I kidding. give all I have for sure.
1: Except for when you talk into the microphone because you're like six feet away from I
0: it. I give all I have go ahead and turn for sure. You told me I was too far. <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh. Yeah, you're yelling at Would the you microphone. Would
0: like me to deep throat the microphone?
1: Well, <laughs> I mean, something's better than nothing. Here we go. I know. Um, anyways, so <laughs> um. anyways, off my <laughs> topic, I don't even know what, what we're talking about anymore. But- He's don't just saying... Just, don't just be mad because you're carrying it all. Like, always look at the whole picture. Look at your situation. Look at their situation. And if... Sing you, Kumbaya. And if you do have a reason to be angry or mad about it... Like, be
0: angry. Be mad. Throw shit. No. Break not
1: Oh, my gosh. We're going to have to change the name of our podcast to Sailor, Sailor J's.
0: Whatever you need to do, baby.
1: <laughs> Sailor J's Crack Shack. Yeah. Anyways...
0: Why is it, you can say crack, but I can't say shit.
1: Crack Shack. I think crack, yeah, crack is crabs. way worse. What?
0: What Crab Shack? Oh, crab Shack. Can we all laugh Wait, at that one for a second? Not
1: our favorite. <laughs> one of your daughter's favorite restaurants is the Crack Crab.
0: Yeah, it's not Crab Shack. Crack Shack. <laughs> that's what we've called it. That's
1: what I've called it. Anyways, this podcast is you pretty have much have a Crab blown. Shack
0: in your underpants.
1: I was going to turn down her mic, but sh- that's actually my mic you're hearing <laughs> that's her through. so funny. She's hilarious. Everyone's oh laughing. Oh, my
0: gosh. Anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hang on. Hang on. That's your audience.
0: Audience of one. That's fine. I'll take it. Yeah. That's fine. Not everyone's cup of tea. I'm well aware.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So <laughs> what and when to share with your children what is being put out there on social media about them. By your ex or their new spouse.
1: (laughs) I I think if it's relevant. I think it's relevant to the situation and what you have going on. And if it's smearing you or it's not smearing you. No, I'm
0: not even talking about me. I'm talking about.
1: when you see something
0: that is being put out there about your children. Yeah. And it's not flattering. You know, it's a bitch fest. On social media for everyone to see. Is bitch a bad word?
1: It isn't now.
0: (laughs) Okay, but seriously, if someone's complaining about, if this (laughs) stepmom is complaining about your children on social media.
1: I always make notes of these episodes when I need to use a word later. I can can always come back to the episode and it just solidifies. The word you just keep using. If I need to use it, I'm like, hon, that's not a bad word. It's just a person, a oh, place. Oh, so you
0: can call a me a A person, place or an attitude? You I would me never. That. I mm. never would. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: If you know me, ask me if I would call her that. Is Chris you, on, d- If Chris on, he would. He would tell you. Told you've been he like you set.
0: You're being such a bitch.
1: I would not say that. You have. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: God knows. <laughs> um. Anyhow. So. I don't know if any of you have been presented by this. You know, <laughs> you see on social media or you have a friend who snaps something and sends it to you on social media that's being put out there about your children. Do you tell your children what's being said about them or not? I'm kind of, uh,
1: <laughs> gosh.
0: So here's the thing. Yeah. I feel like I see both sides of this because if, if they're doing something that is causing bad con well first of all if you're if that is who that's the kind of people they are to put shit out about your kids right if you're reading stuff on social media about struggles and a child and they're putting it out there and yay for not being fake happy for you way to totally rip a child apart though so that's who you are as a person I get that but I kind of like I part of me wants to thinks that you should warn the child because this is who your parent or step-parent is. Okay, so like know who you... What are
1: you doing to cause your parent or step-parent to do this, you know, to say these things about you?
0: Yes, so part of it's like I wanted to... Well, first of all, I'm like do you warn the child that this is being said about them and to either knock off the bad behavior or to warn them that this is actually who your parent or step-parent is and let them in on that little clue of life because I think that kids idolize their parents and step-parents and I think that's completely natural. We want to we, they, you know, wanna look up to them. they you know They want to look up to them. They want to think the best of them. They love them. And so when you have that tainted by something, then... Did it happen and I missed it?
1: No, but our chat is showing up, so that's a cool thing. Okay. I can make the writing larger, though, but keep going. I was just giving the thumbs up to the thumbs up and the subscribe button.
0: Yeah. So that there is, like, enlightening your child and letting them know reality. The other part of me is I don't want to hurt my kid, right? You don't want to hurt your kid, and is this going to be hurtful? If it's going to hurt them, then I'm t- I am tend to side on that caution yeah. because telling your child isn't going to change the parent or the step parent. Like they are who they are. You can all go see who they are on social media and witness it for yourself. Um, but hurting your kid by telling them the truth or enlightening them, I don't know if it's worth it. It would be worth it if it would change anything. But uh, more often than not, right? It just adds fuel to the fire because even if that child calls out their parent or step parent who's putting yeah, stuff like, out what's there, it,
1: what's it going to solve? How, you know, it's what's just going to piss them off and yeah. make it
0: worse. And they'll probably post more derogatory lies, manipulations.
1: It's sad though. It's such a sad thing to <clears throat> watch someone else, um, parent, but especially a step parent, talk bad about your child, your biological child and you mm-hmm. hear the step parent, you know, you hear it, you read it, you see it, you know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Even if it's your child coming home and you're like, my step parent isn't t- treating me well or treating me nice, you know, you just want to embrace them and just cry for them. I mean, it's such a sad feeling, you know, and it's such a helpless feeling because you want to stand up and be that parent, you know, who stands up for your kid.
0: Right, and you want to protect your kid. protect
1: your kid. From but this, but it you know? also might do harm. So that's such a double-edged sword. I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, let us let us know. Comment. Yeah.
0: Do you tell your kids if it's being if derogatory or hurtful things are being put out there about them?
1: Or do you do it case by case? You know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a really hard it's a really hard thing that I've seen people struggle with.
0: Yeah. So and then they hide behind. But we're not fake great glad you're not fake but that doesn't mean you need to be like uh
1: yeah you know and really like we've been talking about i feel like the, the last couple of episodes is really be an example of who you want to be don't stoop to the other people's level you know your friends your ex-friends your ex-wife your ex-husband you know people around you even coworkers. you know don't stoop to their level if they're just, you know. Yeah.
0: And, you know, let me talk about our Blended Life account really quick because we both have struggles with our stepkids. You will never see us. I. You will never see me putting out there on social media my personal struggle with my stepchild. You will never see Eric... Post a picture and be like, my stepson's really hard to deal with. What we do do, we do do.
1: Say do do. I said do (laughs) do. She called the shit do (laughs) do.
0: What I do, however, and I think is helps us all in what our blended life, a thing is all about, is we learn a lot, we fail a lot, and we talk about that as generalizations because we protect our kids and we protect our family and because we protect the other parents even, you know. So I think that if you have an account like Blended Life or you're trying to post wisdom pieces, life lessons, you're trying to post things that are actually helpful, it's more helpful for you to post the lesson of what you're going through and what you're struggling about or helpful tips how to get through like if there's a difficult child in the house you can talk about that you don't need to specify Johnny's the most difficult child in our biggest struggle right now do you see the difference and it's a little bit to do with class it's a little bit to do with respect and honor and so I I well, would hope just... that we're our account, and if our account's not that way, you can message me and email me, call me out. But I would hope that we are trying to teach and just pass on our mistakes and lessons as we learn them and we've lived them to try to give everyone else, like, talking points in their own home to figure out what's going on in their families, you no, know? Yeah,
1: but you also have to remember that these are kids. These are children. I was just keeping up on our on our messages, Instagram messages. Um, you had one job. and uh, No, but, you know, r- remember that these are children. Think back to yourself when you were 5 years old, 10 years old, 15 years old, yeah. 20 years old. Think of the mistakes that you made or the immaturities that came with your growing up to get you where you are. And I'm speaking from a place of, you know, I didn't grow up in... My parents are still together, but if my parents would have been divorced and I would have had step parents, I would have been one of the worst step kids to have just because I know the way that I feel about my parents and the type of relationship I have with them. You really, you kind of stake claim with your parents. And, um, I really like, my stepchildren are a thousand times better than i ever would have been my own children are better as stepkids than i ever would have been you know so you really have to kind of reflect and be like how was i at that age
0: and i was a stepkid right and it's a it's being a stepkid still a stepkid i'm st- i'm forever a stepkid you know but when you're <laughs> actually adolescent you are very aware you're not my mother. You're not my father.
1: I'm not her daddy.
0: Yeah. You know, and that kind of plays into your head and you're very aware of all the dynamics. I know kids are really immature, but children of divorce...
1: Kids are so smart, though.
0: But children of divorce are forced to grow up and learn life lessons much quicker.
1: Um, In the non-natural way, you're learning life lessons, ways that aren't necessarily the most natural or kindest ways of learning lessons.
0: Yeah. So I want to read this really quick. So somebody on Instagram.
1: Hi, somebody.
0: Well, hair by, and then I'm going to butcher the name, so I'm not even going to try, but All thank right. you for listening. And she says, I wouldn't tell my child, you know, the whole social media thing, but if she hears about it, then I would tell her the truth. Amen, sister. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be honest with your kids, right? But you can. You
1: can't cover the cover them up with a blanket and totally hide them. But you also can keep, if they already have the blanket over them, leave it over them until they start peeking out of it. And it's yeah. Like, all right, they're starting to see the, the light. The truth
0: always comes out, yeah. you know, and these kids are going to get social media accounts eventually. And the thing is, what you put out there is always out there. Um, and so they'll be able to find it and they'll get curious. You it know, might not it's be not now. now, it'll be later. Yeah, Later. So, you know, I, I also take solace in that, like who you are will be seen and yeah. I'm not good at much in this world. I'm not talented at all. The <laughs> only, well, no, like the, and I've told you this before. The only thing I really have to hang my hat on is I feel like I'm a good mom. Other than that, I probably fail across the board. And yes, I'm not perfect mom. And yes,
1: her glass is half empty, but...
0: I'm not a perfect mom, but I'm a good mom. So I know that I and can...
1: You have a lot more talent than...
0: Not talking about deep-throating.
1: Oh, my gosh. Sorry, children.
0: They don't even know what that is. It's like eating a lollipop. Yes. Right? Yes. What are you talking about? Or a fudge bar?
1: Screenshots are forever, she says.
0: Screenshots um, are forever. Oh, my yes. God. Nothing like a good screenshot.
1: Yeah. Oh, you
0: just feel so good when you just press those buttons yeah, but and you, you know take what? a picture the kids, and you feel like you won The kids won are going to find something. it eventually. Really. And, like,
1: we couldn't, like, for instance, what though. we're doing Sorry. in, like, our social media accounts, like, my kid... You know, one of my kids is probably literally sitting here watching this right now. Yeah, we could show our kids every
0: day any blog post I do, any social media thing I put out there, every story I put out there. It's, I would let any of our kids see any of it. The only reason I wouldn't, the only thing that makes me weary about our kids seeing things is because it gets taken to other households and that becomes an issue because then the other households turn it into... Something it's not. They flip it? They flip it. They manipulate it. They lie about it. And, you know, but the kids themselves reading anything that we do or put out there or talk about, you know, I'm happy to have them hear any of it.
1: Well, that's a good rule of thumb to have anything, especially if you are fresh in the blended scene. You don't co-parent. Even if you do co-parent well, anything that you put on social media, you put out there, anything that you type you text literally if it leaves your mouth you know if it's <laughs> not contained within your brain or your make mouth sure unless you're julie make sure that it's something that you would trust your mother to read you would oh. trust your pastor to read you would Gosh, trust your hates me. spouse to read yeah you know, no, I don't think. Our our pastor, he's a pretty down-to-earth guy. I've heard him. I beep. bet
0: he doesn't say fuck. Oh, my
1: gosh. Just I kidding. can't even beep that one out. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry. No, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, make sure, I think everyone <sighs> kind of, like, understands that. Make sure that it's something that will never come back to bite <clears throat> you because your kids will read it one day, and <clears throat> your kids are going to learn from that. And if you can't say it, in front of a certain person, don't say it at all. Don't type it at all. Don't write it at all, because eventually that person might read it. And yeah, I know oh. that you can hide things here and well, there on Facebook, and just but again, screenshots. That
0: everyone has spies out there. Spies, <laughs> aka friends looking have out any for spies. you. Um, I really don't. Yeah, I'm well, spieless. you know what?
1: I spy <laughs> with my little own. Actually, I don't. I don't, I don't have time think for that, that crap. you put.
0: Po- you don't put a lot out there though to spy on
1: to spy on i I can put anything out there and i wouldn't spy on it i'd know it's already out there
0: or you don't have well i'm not saying it correctly i don't
1: care i truly just don't care enough and i'm sure a lot of you feel the same way you're like i'd rather just not know nor do i care nor will it affect my life and or you know a lot of times and i think what got me to this point because i haven't always been like that but what got me to that point is finally I'm like, it's going to affect my life, and I don't want it to affect my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to stop caring and reading and looking. And yeah. before you know it, you're like, I'm free.
0: Ignorance is bliss, let me tell you. So,
1: I am so ignorant. <laughs> oh Anyways, gosh. I've never asked um, to go through your phone. <laughs> I'm that's just true. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, I haven't, but really, like, I don't care. <laughs> I just don't he care doesn't, He doesn't get I fucked I don't no. care
0: Zero fucks Gosh I understand We
1: are getting put up there With the best <laughs> of the best As far as our Who's
0: the number one guy Podcaster
1: um, jo- like Joe Rogan Joe Rogan Do you the think Joe he Rogan says experience? The
0: F-bomb on his thing Or is he like all Princess uh, He might use a little more wagon. class When he does it <laughs> There's a classy way <laughs> to do it If yeah. your finger up Fingers up Yeah pinky up Oh, um, yeah, no,
1: but... I don't think so. You know, but I feel like there's a time and a place.
0: This is not it. But no, it's like I think having, there it's is like no. Have, better... It's like having your elbows on Listen, the dinner table. There is no better time and place for the f bomb than when you're talking about co-parenting and blended life. I
1: know. Life. I have to agree. <laughs> oh, I, I I'm think sorry, all of you can agree. Like
0: this is the Thumbs perfect place for the bomb because it's it's everything you feel inside. It is the perfect word, and no matter it's how not you the perfect say word. it, it is.
1: It's not. It's like, there's like 60 words that have to like all combine together to create one super word to, (laughs) to describe co-parenting.
0: What is the super word to tell?
1: I'm going to have to like totally come up with it. Okay. So it doesn't
0: even exist.
1: It's going to exist. Moving on. But it's a feeling right now. It's a feeling that needs to become a word. If Uh, you guys have an idea what that could be. (laughs) Post it in the comments. I have an idea of what it can be.
0: T- Do you want to know?
1: No, I don't. I mean, here. Yes. <laughs> okay, go.
0: Bah.
1: Anyways, she's gone. Oh, they're just going to keep going. It's just going to keep going.
0: <laughs> okay, moving on. Overcoming fear and anxiety created by a tough co-parenting situation. Um, I don't know if you can relate to this because I don't see you ever get fear, be fearful or anxious. What's there to fear? I feel like that's the first question I get asked.
1: What's sort to fear? It's like <laughs> the unknown. And this is one of the things that catches you up the most is that there'll be a situation, there'll be something that happens and it hasn't completely played out yet. And you start brainstorming all these things that could happen and what could it be and how's this going to go and what's going to come of this. And all of a sudden you have this storm just completely brewing in your mind that overtakes you. And Mm -hmm. it's like, whoa, Mm -hmm. like the first drop of rain hasn't even fallen yet.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just going to go put out, I I will tell you my biggest fear. This is what my biggest fear. Drum roll. well, Let me preface this by saying I have good reason for said fear. It's not irrational. It's very, if you knew all the players involved and you knew all the history, you would be on board with this fear. Like you would be like, oh, it's kind of a rational fear. So my biggest fear is that my kids will be turned against me and my kids will not want to live with me. And that my kids will be fed enough lies and have enough manipulation placed in their heads by people they love and care about and they buy into it because like it or not you guys young kids minds right they're impressionable I could teach a baby to worship a tree if I wanted right kids
1: pretty manipulative
0: but kids they're impressionable you know, and when yeah. when people they trust and they love are manipulating them, it's very easy to buy into something. So my biggest fear <clears throat> in the co-parenting life is that my kids are going to get talked out of, I don't know if loving me is the right word, but they're going to get talked out of a relationship with their mom. And I...
1: Now going back to the 20 minutes ago, that is irrational because what we're talking about is eventually the kids will see through things, good or bad. Eventually the kids will come around. Now, what you do and the way you act and the way that you love your children. Now, if something like that were to happen, and is it possible? Yes, anything's possible, but your kids will eventually see through it. Say your kids get pulled away. And it lasts for five years, you know. That's going to be the hardest five years of your life. It
0: would be a heartbreak. However,
1: you by acting out and reacting and um, buying into that fear before it happens is only going to kind of help solidify that. And it just
0: robs the joy of the time you have together. But your
1: kids are also going to know who you are. Your kids are half you. Your kids are half your or, or their biolog- both their biological parents, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not.
0: Yes, but I, I think that also I'm a step kid myself, and I grew up with with being torn between two places.
1: But you eventually saw through it, and and I'm not saying you saw through it on one side or the other. You saw through it on both sides. You saw what your mom did right, and you saw what your dad did right. You saw what your mom did wrong, and you saw what your dad did wrong. Even though you are more lenient on one side, you've never gone, that side is perfect, I worship that side, they did everything correctly, and that's why I'm taking that side. I've never heard that come from you. They are, neither of your parents, biologically, are 100% in the right or 100% in the wrong. You have never made that statement, and you, you see the faults, and you see the positives that both have had. Yeah. So that's my point is, yes, it can be hard for the kids, but the side that you lean towards, if your other parent didn't do the things that they did to help solidify that, wouldn't you have a much better relationship on the other side? Yeah. The other parent just kind of went, well, that other parent is not very nice. I don't like them. I use a lot of Julie's choice words. And I just really want no part of that. Therefore, I'm going to kind of have no part of you anymore. Right? To a, to an extent. I don't care. You can come to me. I won't ever come to you. But. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying?
0: I do. But I think that nevertheless, it's a big fear. And I know I, I'm seeing people write in on Instagram too, you guys. I'm on my personal Instagram on here too. I'm going to wave to you guys.
1: Hello. You're our, on your personal right there? Yeah, to watch oh, our oh, abundant oh, oh, oh. life. Okay.
0: So I'm saying, hey, what's up? Sup, dog. Well, I'm just saying, hey. So I'm going to post hey on Instagram. This is my personal account. That's me. Hi, you guys. oh I'm reading. Um, I'm glad to know I'm not alone in this fear. It's a, it's a fear that a lot of people have because, unfortunately, this happens. I've seen it happen. I've been exposed to it myself as a step kid. Um, I'm being exposed to it now as a biological mom with a stepmom in the picture and an ex. And it's just, it's a really, you know, it is, it is nail-biting and it's it's just, it's, it's a fear. And I think that it creates, so this fear creates anxiety. And so every time, you know, what also anxiety and co-parenting, like every time I get an email, my heart starts pounding. Like I kind of have a mini panic attack. Like what the F am I going to open up right now?
1: Because it's always so much drama because that's just where it's gotten. That's who your ex is. And it's always got to be some righteous thing on his part. And how dare you on your part? And it's always just a load of crap. <laughs> I mean, okay. just to say the <laughs> well, least. Well, I guess we
0: are talking shit now.
1: It's not though, but I mean, I'm, I'm thinking the, back. Tr- but- I'm thinking back, like how things go, and you're always put down in these. And I know a lot of you guys can relate to this, but it really, like, you just have to let go and be like, you know what? That's who the other person is, and that's really what you've done, you know. But you have to get to the point where you're just like, I'm not with that person anymore, and this is why. Yeah, and I don't care. And I'm going to carry myself and respond in the best way possible, which you, yeah. which you often do. And you've gotten so much better at it yeah. where you're just like, this is literally a load of crap. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to respond to this, this, this. Oh, my gosh. But I'm not going to respond, respond to, to the
0: stupidest That's fucking question saying. I've oh ever been gosh. asked. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. But back to, like, the fear and anxiety. And I know this is something that you don't deal with because you're above that.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> you just you don't you don't you're not fearful. I don't I, don't, you're, I just don't, don't let anxiety. it get to me.
1: I don't. I'm yeah, anyways.
0: I if I could be you, I would. I know. The but for those of us who you. aren't Eric and we have <laughs> well, like it's it. just, you know, it's I do recognize because this is something that I do struggle with a lot. I struggle a lot with fear. I struggle a lot with anxiety, you know, every text, every Every voicemail, every interaction, every email creates anxiety. My fear of losing my kids creates anxiety. Every time I see lies on social media that are put out there, every time I see something about my children that are put out there, you know, it completely makes me an anxious, fearful person. And that's a struggle. And I am really trying to work on that because one thing I do know is that it doesn't letting that control me like it often does doesn't make me the best present mom, wife, stepmom, worker, friend, no, whatever. Be- because
1: it consumes you. And now all of a sudden it consumes all yeah. of your thought, all of your
0: I circle energy. the drain for sure.
1: Well, and yeah, and that basically takes over everything around you and in your circle.
0: Yeah. And it and so Living that way. And I think that when I don't have to, and I would say the reverse when my ex and I don't have to talk, and I'm sure he feels the same way about me, it's better. I'm not so consumed with anxiety. It kind of goes away until something ramps up again and we're tangled in whatever we're tangled in. Um, and so I think that we just try to communicate as little as possible because I know he does not like communicating with me any more than I like communicating with him. Unless, yeah. And so I think something that helps me is just not fueling the fire. Yeah. Not responding to the dumbest questions I've ever been asked in my or entire insults life.
1: That are just traps waiting for you to oh, walk Oh gosh, into.
0: don't take the bait, right? So something that... I can't, I have, my body has such physical reactions to things, right? Like I get hives, my skin turns really red, I sweat, my heart pounds, Um, I shake.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. (laughs) I (laughs) I don't shit my pants. pants. I don't shit my
0: pants yet, but I'm still kind of young. Yeah. (laughs) Could happen when we're older. Stop it.
1: Or physical violence. So
0: my body physically reacts to fear, reacts to anxiety. And I know that when I don't take the bait and when I decide to just let it pass, my body will react, but it goes away and I just have to wait it out. I kind of have to do nothing until I know what to do. My grandpa gave me the best advice I've ever been given, the most useful advice, and I still remember it. He was Doesn't like... have
1: something to do with the pens?
0: No, but no. he always told me, Julie, if you don't know what to do, do nothing until you do. And that for an anxious person is everything because when you're anxious and you're fearful, you're super emotional and you just want somebody to feel what you're feeling. You know, you want to lash out. You want to make them feel as miserable as you feel. And that doesn't change anything or help anything. I've tried it. It doesn't help anything. (laughs) It just makes it worse. Right. And so if you can just allow your body to feel what it needs to feel, allow your psyche to think what it needs to think and just kind of sit on it, not everything needs a response. Not everything needs a clap back. Not everything needs a, you know, not every accusation needs a defense.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: You know, and that kind of helps me feel more in control. And when I feel more in control, then I feel less anxious and less fearful.
1: I feel like when dealing with exes, anytime you receive a text from them, or an email from them, or a phone call from them, maybe before or on part of your response to it, maybe you read yourself your Miranda
0: rights (laughs) before
1: you respond to anything. Because no kidding, anything and everything you say will be used against you in your own house or in the court of law.
0: Or on social media. Or on
1: social media.
0: They will, you know, it is like, maybe you just
1: remember your Miranda rights. You carry around a Miranda (laughs) card in any time your ex contacts you, you read yourself your Miranda rights.
0: That's not a bad idea. You know, it is all about mindset. It is all about perspective. It is all about taking that control. You know, a lot of our anxiety and fears are because we feel helpless and we feel out of control. Right. We feel helpless that we can't control what the other side is feeding our children. You know, their little brains. We can't control what they're putting out there on social media. We can't control what emails and texts we're going to be faced with the next day. Right. That is all out of our control. And when you feel out of control and you feel unsafe, that's when the anxiety and fears consume you. So you need to gain control by Not giving in, not taking the bait, not responding to everything, sitting with it for a beat, making sure you're doing what's in the best interest of the kids. Um, And, you know, I have come to realize that I need support. So I ask for prayer. I'm struggling, you guys. Can you please pray for me? I'm a huge believer. I know I say fuck, but I love Jesus. (laughs) Okay. And I am. Fucking love Jesus. I fucking love Jesus. Yeah. And I really believe in the power of prayer because it works for me. It helps to be, have people pray on my behalf. And I ask, here's what I ask for specific in prayer, right? Freedom of fear. God, take my fear away. Free me from this fear. If you're going to pray for me, pray that I am freed from fear. Also, you know, quiet my mind. Give me peace give me strength, give me wisdom. These are the things, the tools you need to get through co-parenting. And I think sometimes it takes something greater than ourselves to get us through it. And I, um, so don't be shy. I would ask for support. I would ask for prayer. And that helps me and has helped me tremendously so much. I have been crying my brains out lately lately and i am just overcome with calm i had a friend pray with me over the phone last night i didn't even mean to cry she she was just talking to me and i lost it and she prayed with me and i just felt calm and it's um so and if you're not a believer you know then i would meditate i would exercise i would do the things you need to do to get your mind free from the bind of fear and anxiety, whatever that looks like for you.
1: Well, the beauty of this is if you're freed from this, I'm freed from this. And we all (sighs) win. Oh, God. So I just want to thank you all. (laughs) Are you going to be able to get through all of your topics again, or are we just going to keep adding them and piling them up? Well,
0: I just never get to. Okay, missing out. The feelings are real. I wish. Yes, I'm going <laughs> to fucking move into oh, a room come on. by myself.
1: Come on. You already basically have. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You share it with the dogs. They love you. Okay. So, cheese.
0: Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. I
1: know. I still have, like, a few hours.
0: Yeah. And um, I could be
1: so sweet. But I have a hockey tournament all weekend.
0: Yeah. Um, Missing out, the feelings are real. So one of the hardest things when you're sharing custody, right, is missing out. And I just think this is something that's not really talked about a lot. And I think that there's not a lot of grace extended to exes in both directions. You know, I think it's really hard to miss out on any part of your kid's life. It's super unnatural. um, And it just feels horrible. And I think that if we could all extend grace to people and to each other, you know, if you see a mom at a baseball game and she's without her kids, I just think that we need to to realize that people are carrying around a lot more than we completely understand And I know I have friends and I show up to something without my kids and they want to know where my kids are. And, you know, and it's just it's it's really hard to miss out on things or not have your kids participate in things. And I just kind of want to acknowledge that to everyone and have that, you know, if you're married to somebody who doesn't have kids themselves, I think this would be a very hard thing to not have empathy for in your home in a blended family. So for you guys missing your kids, I feel you, the feelings are real. It's a really hard thing. Now here's
1: a here's a challenge for everyone though, because a lot of times you really wish, especially when co parenting, that the other parent would just not show up. Right? It just makes it easier. Now a challenge I have for everyone is start encouraging your kids to invite the other parent to remember other things for the other parent, you know, Um, tomorrow is Valentine's Day, I didn't take my kid to get his mother a Valentine's Day card, but I encouraged him to go with his stepfather and get her one, or his sister, you know, and and the reason I even asked, is I'm like, you know, we're shopping, like, is this something that um you'll probably end up doing he says yeah we usually do so I encouraged him to do it but it's like the same thing you know um if he has a hockey tournament coming up you know is your I don't ask him like is your mom gonna go I said hey did you invite your mom you know because I feel like if you're asking you're kind of prying you're 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 wondering what's going on and how to play your cards and eventually the kids will see it that way but if you ask you know hey did you invite your mom you know or or did you invite your dad whatever it might be encourage your kids and then If that situation arises and they show up, be easygoing, you know, like, Mm -hmm. hey, go say hi to your mom, go say hi to your dad, um, you know, just help soften up that situation. Because again, that's another step towards just easy co-parenting that once that all starts going well, it just gets easier for everyone. So if you're encouraging and you don't make the situations awkward because how hard is it when you're in an awkward awkward situation at an event with the other parents? It just, not only is it awkward for you and the other parent, but the kids feel it. And then the kids start feeling torn between both situations, you know? And all of a sudden, like, now everyone's just unhappy and it's like, why are we even here in the first place?
0: Yeah, well, like the beginning of this podcast when we're talking about showing up for your kids even financially, all the ways. I think that all parents should go to all events right, right. step parents parents is you kids cannot have enough love and support so i i totally think that everyone should show up for everything as much as they possibly can um but and a, be respectful but obviously but my, my challenge
1: is though even if you don't like the other parent and you don't get along with them and you don't want to be anywhere near them not even on the same continent encourage your kids to build a stronger healthier relationship with them don't ever discourage your kids because it's what you feel
0: Well, it's completely selfish
1: that's what I'm saying though yeah be like how would I want my kid to treat me and encourage them to be like that with their and
0: it feels good when your kid invites you over like I would rather my son come invite me to something than I get a text from my ex hey this is happening come that would never happen in my world by the way
1: Throwing iPads again.
0: But, um, yeah, I, I think that it means more, too, for your child to always be inviting you and inviting the other parent. And I think that's what it's all about. It's about the kids and their relationship with their other parents. Your relationship with your ex is <laughs> your divorce. So, yeah. obviously not great. Let's leave
1: it there. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, okay, moving on. So, this was a funny blended life support group. Yeah, Facebook. We have a support group called Blended Life. It's through our Facebook page. You can join it. It's a private group. I do want to say something about the group. If I want to
1: say one thing before
0: you I get say to that. Thing.
1: You guys have less than a minute on Instagram. If you want to keep listening to our podcast, hop on YouTube Blended Life, <laughs> and you'll be able to keep listening. But we're about to lose you guys in a second. Thank Bye you Instagram.
0: If we lose you, when yeah. we lose you, because we're continuing for a little bit.
1: <laughs> we're going without you. Um, 33 seconds.
0: So Facebook, there's a support group we have called blended life. You have to answer the questions to join. It's mandatory. If you do not answer the questions, I will not approve you basically. Cause I don't want looky lose. There's a lot of trolls out there who love support groups because they like the drama and they like to read about Are they it. not
1: Smart enough to get through those questions.
0: If and, and yes, you can lie. Oh, Right? And I would never know. But if you're not going to even take the time to answer these two you're questions. You're not even going to take
1: the time to lie to me.
0: For two questions. Like, Instagram. you're not approved. Um, you know, because we really want people who are part of a blended family. And going through it in it. Um, anyway, so <laughs> something that someone wrote in about. And it's going to be anonymous because I didn't ask permission to talk about okay. this. But... She and her husband have his and her kids. Yeah. And they're older. Right. Like in their 40s. Okay. And she's really feeling like their kids are teenagers about, they're about to be empty nesters. Okay. They're headed towards that. And she's really feeling the pull on her uterus to have a baby with (laughs) her spouse. In the 40s? Yeah. But so here's the thing. I'm
1: no doctor, but I would advise again, no, I'm just kidding.
0: You're going to no get doctor. a bunch of hate I know from I women who I know are like, I, am. It's I can really, have babies. It's and, really me
1: just kind of discouraging you, though. So I
0: don't want babies with you. We've already discussed this. I know. You get mad about this, even though you're like, I don't want babies with you, back to me. But if I've I say it, I'm the asshole. I've never said that to you.
1: I've never said that you've to s-
0: you. You've said you don't want kids.
1: I know, like in general. Like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to tell our kids I don't want kids. <sighs>
0: gosh no you said you don't <laughs> want kids with me that we're not having kids that oh. we're both on the same page but I'm the asshole that's fine take one for the team um, <laughs> but my point is okay so this is the thing so she's feeling like she wants an hours baby because they don't have any together yes and I feel like that's kind of natural I
1: start a bus company
0: yeah I feel like it's natural to want an hour's baby, you know it's it's one of the most bonding, intimate things you can do. it bonds you more than marriage and by a boat um you know, I think that it's natural. I think it's natural when you're an empty nester to feel those like that's a scary place to be in you're gonna be without your kids, and that's hard, and that's sad and I get like bringing new life in kind of as a band aid for that
1: plant a tree
0: so um. But her husband isn't on board. I get it. And she really, really wants one. Yeah. And so she was asking for advice about that. What, like how
1: to get one? Or how do I get, (laughs) Google search, how do I get pregnant? (laughs) But
0: I have a fun story for this. Okay. And I shared it with her.
1: Okay, let's hear it. (laughs) My
0: mom's going to disown me. Okay, you know what? I'm not even going to use names. I know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody that has nothing to do with me or my mom or my dad or me. You're not involved in this at all. Thank God. So I know somebody who got married and they he was in his 40s as well, okay. same situation. She wanted a baby really bad. He did not. Said no. I don't want any more kids. I'm divorced with a kid already. And I
1: don't like the ones I have already.
0: He, no, my, this kid is, is this person's <laughs> golden child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at this. So anyway, <laughs> so my point, so he's like, doesn't want one. So okay. she, by some miracle. You could
1: have really flipped this out and been like a she and a he, but yeah, anyways.
0: Okay. She, by some miracle, That's got pregnant. Yeah. I don't know how.
1: The mailman. No. The tree she planted.
0: No, she got pregnant, and the child was born, and obviously the marriage didn't last. And here's the deal.
1: Well, yeah, she completely betrayed him.
0: Okay. If somebody tells you they don't want a kid, believe them. And because here's the thing, the marriage didn't last, and now this... This dad viewed said kid as an obligation, as a, okay, I guess some of my money is going here now, and that was very apparent in their relationship, the kid and the dad, the whole the whole life. You know, obligation, I guess I have to check a box. Um, no pun
1: intended.
0: Anyway... <laughs> And so I think that that's, you know, is it worth the risk? And I think that a lot of people can't even have babies. And so she was able, she is a mom. She had a baby. She didn't miss out on that. And I'm just very cautious to even getting pregnant on the sly or talking someone into it when they really don't want to do it. It's a pretty big thing.
1: It's a lot like marriage, but different. Like if someone truly, like if you have to talk someone into marriage, you're like, is this really gonna last forever? Am I gonna get them to see the light eventually? Like no, yeah. if someone just doesn't want to do something, they're not gonna do it. But I mean they'll they'll make the baby with you, but they're not gonna <laughs> Anyways.
0: I mean, that's a pretty big thing to have to like be talked into. Are
1: we going for a part two here or what are we doing?
0: All right. I guess we'll talk about gratitude a different day. Again. <laughs> it's been on the last like five ones. got
1: you've got less than Three minutes, go.
0: Okay, gratitude finally in changing your tune. So I think in blended family life and in co-parenting life, right, we always are about what's wrong. We're about our issues and our struggles and what's wrong and who's doing what and what kid's acting out and what our spouse isn't, You know, and it's kind of like we forget to stop and just be like, wow, we have so much to be grateful for. You know, when we're doing bedtime prayers, my daughter and I are praying for like, thank you, we have a home. Because a yeah. lot of people live in their cars.
1: And that was kind of my point to when, you know, one one spouse is pulling more weight than the other. Um, this kind of, re- it's kind of the same thing. It's relevant to it. Um, be grateful for what your spouse does do. What they do do, as you would say. A do-do. Yeah.
0: Be grateful they do do and not on you. Just
1: stop. Take the time. And a lot of times do it. You can do it in the car or you can do it in the shower. (laughs) We're talking about gratitude and being grateful here. Um, You
0: can do it on the hood of a car. You
1: can be riding down the freeway on the hood of a car with a radio. Just turn that radio off. Yeah. And just, you know, pray, meditate, think, whatever it is that you do. And just think about all the great things you have going on now you might have a lot of really 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 crappy things but there's always something to be grateful for be like you know what i am here i might be cold i might be hungry but i am here and i am queer and i'm going somewhere like to hit that subscribe button or that like button
0: yeah but you guys if you start counting your blessings and expressing your gratitude it will change your perspective and it'll prevent a lot of fights you'll stop nitpicking so much you'll stop nagging so much because you'll have a heart of gratitude and when you have a heart of gratitude everything is a lot better
1: absolutely and not so bad amen so we are gratitudefully thankful that you guys are here with us and listening to us and our podcast is actually growing exponentially if i may say
0: gratitudely
1: gratitudely thanks to you guys and uh, i mean like really though like i never in a million years imagined that we would have this many listeners and this many subscribers and we yeah. are just all so 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 grateful and Did when you i say know all that I mean we're like copycats whole though you are <laughs> speak for yourself
0: that's fun
1: i've been doing this junk for longer than most Mm -hmm. people and i still can't get it right so
0: yeah here's the copycats out there
1: oh thank you guys and have a happy valentine's day and go love yourselves
0: (laughs) (laughs) on valentine's day
1: (laughs) valentine's day